DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Uh, early in the morning for y'all, and I do no episode, not one without my dog, my partner, my man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What it do, Reggie? Feeling like Tom Hanks and Castaway. What's <laughs> good, man? Quarantine it, sir. It is uh day what it was almost day 365. <laughs> yep. we, we, we run it, we coming up on it, man. It is no end in sight. You know what I mean? We got this this vaccine that you know like two percent of people are taking. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I just found out at my job. But my, my my like supervisor, he's like, Yeah, I went and got my uh vaccine yesterday. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> How you cut the line? <laughs> uh, I guess apparently, if you work at my job and you you let them know, you can you get uh, scheduled. All yeah. right. Well, yeah, y- y- y'all are essential workers, right? Because isn't that kind of it's old people and essential workers right now? It probably started with first responders like cops mm-hmm. and, and uh, ambulance and stuff. Exactly, exactly. And uh, he was he was he was just talking about it, telling me um. That he felt fine. He's like, I don't know. The second one is what what people usually feel a little groggy or uh, have some discomfort from. So he's like, you know, what I mean, I got to take that one again in a month. And he's just like telling me all the shit about it. And I'm like, it was cool. I ain't in no rush, bro. Just <laughs> you know, what I mean, you let me know how that work out. Then <laughs> we we we. Yeah. By the time summer come, I think I'm gonna be a little more gung ho because you gonna see people out. I'm like, oh shit, shit, she ain't got no mask on. <laughs> she she must she must yeah. have a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. You just see people out, no mask on, just. It's just nuts. And honestly, like when I was younger, like I thought of a world like, yo, what if they cure AIDS mm-hmm. and herpes? It's gonna be disgusting <laughs> everywhere. People just fucking in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be horrible. So like when they cure this shit, people are gonna like it's gonna be really shocking at first to see a motherfucker just five people who clearly don't live in the same house just chilling, just there at a itty bitty coffee table or something. Sharing vapes. <laughs> smoking hookah and shit. Oh, hookah bars gonna love it. Hookah bars probably gonna give out vaccines. And shit. <laughs> Y'all can do it. Here. <laughs> it's um and I, but it's gonna you also go ahead of Karens that don't want to wear no mask anyway. Talking about I got the vaccine. Right. I got it. <laughs> they they on that now, so they already on some no. Ma- I don't get that. Why would you not want to wear a mask for your own protection? <laughs> That's the, wait. Where do we live? What's going on in this world? Where people just the, not even to protect other people, which really is the purpose of it. Why wouldn't you just wear it just for the peace of mind? Like, damn, I ain't walking up in this. I, I almost went into a uh, gas station yesterday. I was so tired and I needed some coffee. And I, I got all the way locked my car, walked all the way to the door, and walked in. And just by the reaction that they gave me, because I was I was in uh I was in MAGA country. <laughs> so I feel like just the, yeah. they all looked at me like, hold on, how he gets to come in without the mask? <laughs> yeah. And I just just that reaction had me just say, oh okay, something ain't right here. And I turned around and I'm yeah. like, all right, let me get my let me go get my mask. But it's like even in that five seconds of opening the door and like coming through, I'm like, damn, I just almost exposed myself. <laughs> you know, like yeah. like it's gas in the air, something like that. Like, it, but it, it that's what it feels like. like I, that's why I put it on. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to walk in no crowded area, no mask. Crazy, and it's it's crazy that events are still Super Bowl. Uh, by the time y'all hear this, we'll have uh, hopefully gone off without a hitch. You know what I mean? But there, there are people there, and and I, I don't know. Are they gonna be in the stands or are they all suites? I'm not sure exactly how they're doing it because I've heard of people. Uh, everyone I've heard said they're gonna be in suites. Um, but I'm assuming. Oh yeah, I mean I don't know. I have no idea. I, I'm. They gotta be people they, on the stage. They definitely gonna have people. Yeah, there. I mean they gotta. They probably figure something out because it's, it's too much money to pass up. The weekend is gonna be uh, uh, on stage, <laughs> feeling feeling lonely, feeling like Will Smith in the uh, series finale. Like where y'all at? <laughs> <laughs> you are, that, that shit gonna be crazy, man. And you know they like doing the dance number with his man uh, dances on mm-hmm. the field and stuff like mm-hmm. that, or there's a bunch of kids running out. I wonder what, what they're gonna do to. I guess they got to get a, a a crew together and test them and probably put them in a bubble. Yeah, or probably had them in there for like two weeks already. You see five hundred kids on the field. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they, it don't affect them anyway. Throw them out there. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend out there singing about coke while little kids is out there doing the floors. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, every everything's a little wild nowadays, man. It's it's uh it's trying times, man. You see. A lot of those, uh, what do they call them? The capital rioters, whatever you want to call them, um, in, in insurgents. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, 
uh, terrorists. They've even been called. They they they're all running with domestic <laughs> Taliban. <laughs> they're running with that. Trump made me do it. Defense. You know what I'm saying? And a lot they still locking yeah. people up. <laughs> right. I'll be tight. I'm like, it's February, dog. Come on. Like, how, how you still how you still looking for us, man? Like, you was on camera, bro. You was, yeah, if there's anything that, that the whole Trump made me do it defense proves or says, or the lesson to take from it is you don't do crimes with your friends, like, because they will snitch early. early. Like, you see, <laughs> you see they turn around, like, that's supposed to be their king, and that's supposed to be their man, Trump, Trump, Trump. Then they turn around and said, no, it was Trump's fault, man. I was just here. Yeah, I was. I went to work, then Trump, my president said this, so I didn't want to do that. I was supposed to go to work. I called in sick. Are you not familiar with QAnon, dog? <laughs> Today is the day. Yeah. I don't know what y'all got me in this courtroom for. It wasn't me. <laughs> Have you ever, I don't know how far down the rabbit hole you've ever gone with that, that QAnon stuff, but that shit is straight out of Marvel Comics, dog. And I'm like, Donald Trump? <laughs> like, do y'all not, did y'all know he was a person before he was the president? Like, this is y'all, this is y'all Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, they got some shit called the storm. And I don't know if you've seen like on people's shirts and signs that day. They like the storm is upon us because the storm was supposed yeah. to be the day where Donald Trump eradicates Washington of all his enemies. And I'm just like, like, I, I, hey, I can't knock nobody's religion. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's things that if you were to come up to me and try to argue my religion, I got to be like, hey, I, what can I tell you? That's <laughs> I believe in it. You know what I mean? I, either I choose. That's what faith is. You know what I mean? I choose to believe. Yo, that, that's because as soon as you started saying that, the first thing that popped into my mind is like, there's some black nationalists, like the religious type uh-huh. stuff that like have these, I guess, fable, we could call them fables about how how white people were created. And it's all some version of like, like some kind of, um, you know, some kind of beast or devil or demon or something like that. And it, it kind of reminds me of that. The other day, uh, Shannon Sharp was on TV, kind of halfway defending. Uh, what's the dude's name? Um, Louis Farrakhan. Him and Skip. Him and Skip was talking about it. That seems that's problematic. How did how do you, how do you make his way through that one? <laughs> well, it feel it felt like Skip was trying to give him the out. He he was because um, I think they were talking about Trump and Skip might have been like, yeah, you know, like dudes like Louis Farrakhan. And I don't know if he was necessarily bringing up the race thing, but just people saying stuff, racist mm-hmm. stuff, and then. Uh, Shannon said something to the fact of like you know I mean trying to compare like apples and oranges like you know is it worse to be do this or is it worse to do that I mean I don't know I mean you but on the other hand you can't knock a dude for defending his people if you're defending your people that doesn't mean that I'm against your people mm-hmm. and I'm like you haven't heard everything or actually, or you're not accounted for everything Louis Farrakhan says and the truth is is that black people. Uh, like Louis Farrakhan, and here goes the secret. They like Louis Farrakhan, but you just can't. Our rule is you don't defend them in public. We defend them inside. We like, Yo, you heard what he, <laughs> you heard what they said about him? Yeah, they clueless. But we don't. We don't get into the arguments about like, it. Yo, Louis Farrakhan, man, this dude's a savior. <laughs> he said, "I write that in my diary, not on Facebook. That's what, that's some personal not shit. On Facebook, bro. That's sex message shit. That ain't no Facebook shit." <laughs> It's it's sometimes I just don't. That's why I never got into the political arguments with people and the the because it's like, bro, you're gonna we're gonna, first of all we're gonna leave here. You gonna feel how you feel. I'm gonna feel how I feel. So why are we even wasting each yeah. other's time? First of all, but it's like I, I don't. It's like you say something like that and everybody's like, oh, well, you 100 percent behind what he's saying. I'm like, nah, dog, this ain't. <laughs> I don't know nothing where people like feel like that. Like you know what I'm saying? I, I'm not no crazy sports fanatic. I don't everything the Buffalo Bills do. I, I'm I'm like I, I'm with them ride or die. Like. Is I don't why are you applying that to politics? Like everything Donald Trump said, you don't gotta agree with. Like, cause you sound nuts. <laughs> and I know you don't like you like guns, bro. You just don't want people to take away your guns. I know you ain't agreeing with all this shit. Or paying attention to having right. it. So it's just like it's like it don't gotta well, yeah. it don't it don't gotta be this hundred percent loyalty that it's and it's I, I used to wanna compare it to gangs, like be like, oh well, it's like gang loyalty, but it's deeper than gang loyalty. It's almost like 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 a like religion. It's like you you really this person is just uh, perfect and there's no in no way shape or form can you say something against him or feel you know what I mean like what he said is great and it's like hey hey like you said people black people like Louis Farrakhan there's some shit Louis Farrakhan say that people are like whoa <laughs> whoa bro. you know yeah. what I mean like all right all right Lou <laughs> <Slow>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> the talk be starting off real cool, like, you know, being black is beautiful. Don't let anybody tell you different. And da da da. You be like, all right, Lou, all right, Lou. And then the Jews, you be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just back over here. You got to ease your way into that shit. <laughs> so you got to give me time to change the channel. <laughs> yeah, man. That the political shit, as far as like having to subscribe to every single one of the beliefs, that's the craziest shit. Even on the liberal side, you know, the liberal thing is racial diversity, uh, um, diversity with regards to like uh, gender identity mm-hmm. and and um, orientation and all that type of stuff, and uh, pay a bunch of stuff to poor people and and all this different type of stuff. And if you're like one part of it. People expect you to be on the have every piece of it. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Exactly. You're ride or die. <laughs> yeah, they want you to be for canceling and shit like that. So, for instance, when that the Democratic governor in Virginia did the whole blackface thing, everybody like cancel him, cancel him if you're a real liberal. And then they saw polls that black people's like, uh, so what? <laughs> right? Keep that nigga in. Keep him in because he's doing stuff for us. People were surprised, but you shouldn't be surprised at all. <laughs> like because they like. You know, if you're black, of course you, well, not of course, but you might like racial diversity, mm-hmm. but you might not like all the other shit. If you're, cons- you know, there's a lot of black conservative people that's like for giving money to poor people, racial diversity, but they're like, I don't know about all the equality uh, based on gender identity and, and, and um, all that type of stuff. And, and it, so, it, yeah, I think we said it before. It's like, as black people, we are the most accepting people. <laughs> it's not like we just like oh y'all let us in let's let everybody in there's a lot of groups that certain like in the black community aren't aren't widely accepted you know what I'm saying and, right. and that people have to kind of hide their identity and, and stuff like that <laughs> it was funny you maybe making me think when you were talking about Louis Farrakhan like we're from Brooklyn right so we we grew up around Jewish people all our life but it's funny how like like a, a certain group of people like they say a term and it's like a head turner like if um if a white woman is talking and she's like a black guy I think everyone's gonna turn their head and be like whoa <laughs> what's what's coming after that you know what I'm saying yeah it's like if, if yeah. a black guy like like we grew up around Jewish people so it's like but it's like if a black guy says a Jew you're like whoa ain't no ish <laughs> you just gonna say uh, <laughs> what's coming next bro what's coming word up <laughs> you get the popcorn be like oh geez this is gonna it's one of them joints where you know something terrible's about to happen or you have a feeling but it's like you gotta watch it's like when uh i don't know if you remember 30 rock had a joke uh where tina fey was like uh she didn't feel comfortable using the term puerto rican she's like can i say that she's like (laughs) 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 but it's just like one of those like uh like and you you, it's 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 always uh those nerve-wracking situations man and you you see it because uh your man lebron you know i mean there's a few nba stories i got to bring up this week but but first let's go segue right into your man lebron versus uh courtside Karen <laughs> that was a little wild over there in Atlanta um your man LeBron got into a bit of a shouting match with a fan uh, and his wife um and it turned into like a more so the white versus LeBron um yelling curse words at LeBron um taking her mask off which I think was the true violation uh Atlanta you know what I'm saying <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. It, it, it could have been ugly, like you know what I'm saying. It could have, like what we were just, what we were just talking about just now. Like it could have, one of those phrases could have could have came out, and it could have been like, "Whoa, LeBron, you can't say that." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or even the vice versa, like, "Oh, you can't say that to LeBron." And it's like you always got to walk a thin line in those situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, LeBron had held the kept the high road. He said he, he didn't think she should have been kicked out. I don't know if that's how he honestly felt, or if he just knows that's a more of a um, politically correct thing to say. But um, and we even went on to say, I'm glad we got fans back in the arena. Yeah, well, that post, that same post game interview, it was interesting because it sounded like he was about to go down the road of, yo, I was talking to this dude, then his woman came in and she don't got no place <laughs> in a man's business. But like, and I, but he's mad. He's at this point of his career, even when he was younger, like he was. He's very conscious of his words, like almost like a Barack Obama or something like that. Like he was talking, like yeah, you know, I was started off, I was talking to this Jew, this dude, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, man to man, and then his lady came in, and um, but anyway, yeah, so <laughs> I think fans should be back here and <laughs> yada yada yada, <laughs> yada yada yada. Like, he, like as I, I, I could, when he said that, I was like, I know what you really feel, man. You know? <laughs> Don't worry, bro. I got you. Don't say no more. He's like, I ain't trying to go uh, full LeVar Ball <laughs> and tell her to stay in her lane. 
Because the optics of it, even <laughs> like the LeVar Ball situation, like LeVar Ball could have said that to Jamel Hill and it would have still been disrespectful. But it's like, oh, now right. you're trying to make it into this whole other thing, which I, if he told me to stay in my lane, I'm going to be tight as an individual. I don't know if, me, if the media would have made it as egregious of, of an act, you know what I mean? Because I'm not a, a white woman. You know what I mean? Or, right. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, um, you, it's a lose-lose situation. You got to play it the way LeBron played. Like, who wants to win that fight? Man. <laughs> um, she, she's an a influencer. Her name is Juliana Carlos. Um, and she was there with her husband. Um, which I, 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 I totally, I think fans take it too far. We mentioned it way, like, I think Westbrook had a, we had an episode. We spoke about his uh, situation that he had in Utah. Uh, with a fan, and you know, I've seen articles that like the people like, yo, LeBron didn't even have a, a rough interaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Compared to what we hear, you know what I'm saying on court side. So I, I, I fans take it way too far, bro. And I think there needs to be more of a barrier. And I'm, I'm actually glad they kicked her out. You know what I mean? Because um, yeah. there's they, there's no reason to think that just because you paid that much money for a ticket that you are now part of the show. No one goes to a play and starts yelling, <laughs> at, you know, along at the because you're feeling, you know what I mean, you're, you're feeling some type of way about what's happening on the stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, at, at, at black plays, they do, <laughs> but it's just positive usually, though. Like, go on, girl. Start, start calling by their first name and shit. Like, go on, Denzel. Shh, I'm missing stuff. So I can't hear nothing. <laughs> Character named Frank. Go, they call him by the actor's thing. All right, go ahead, Kareem. Okay, now. <laughs> It's um to, and to protect the players, man, because Corona, which is, <laughs> is is still a real thing, you know what I mean, and um it's still surreal to me to see some of these stadiums with fans in it, you know what I mean. So to to know that like interactions and and but like it, it's crazy. You you LeBron jumped into the crowd. I remember a few years ago, and he he hit a woman uh really hard, you know what I mean. And then that type of imagery is so far away from today's reality because it's like there's no one in sight. You know what I'm saying? Dudes yeah. jumping to the crowd. They just <laughs> hit hardwood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's like, um, but but I guess, I guess, you know what I mean? It's, it's somewhere back to normalcy. But um, shout out to the NBA for sticking to that and uh, getting, her, getting her up out of there. Um, but she's not banned or nothing. She, they just kicked her out of that I one? I believe so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, if they like banned and all that stuff for that, then that would have been excessive. But... It's like, listen, you can't be acting up like that. Yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> I see. We'll see you tomorrow, though. You know, and it, it's it's like I don't know if you. If it's it's nerve wracking though as a player that these drunk people on the sidelines are just getting this angry, because then you because you're at a place of vulnerability. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. They, you know what I mean? There was a tennis player. I can't remember her name, but back in the in the '90s, I was stabbed by a crazy fan because the you know what I mean the amount of time it takes they can get to you. Is security necessarily going to step in place before then? So now it's like your your spidey senses might have you react to somebody saying a certain thing. You know what I mean? Just because you're from a certain environment and you're from where, like, I'm not taking no chances on this. Monica Sellis is, is the tennis player. Yeah, Monica Sellis. Yep, yep. I remember that. In New York, right? If I'm not mistaken, at the U.S. Open. So, like, it's... it's, it's uh, I understand where it comes from, man. And, and, and safety's a big deal. And um, the... the the next NBA story that was a head scratcher was your man Kevin Durant. <laughs> um, now, first of all, I don't know how Kevin Durant feels, but I know he has to be the first person online in the NBA for the vaccine because this might be his third or fourth uh, Corona scare. If and uh, he caught it, like, if I'm not mistaken, about a year ago, he was one of the early. Yeah, ones. he was right after Rudy Gobert. You know what I mean? Like, damn, Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, n- last night uh, when we out the game, he he did not start due to some little bit of like confusion of whether he can or cannot play um moments after the game had started he was cleared to play and uh it seemed like you know he was gonna stay in the whole game in the third quarter in this game versus the toronto raptors which actually was a pretty good game he was taken out (laughs) and uh because of covid protocol saying that he's come in contact with someone um who has tested positive and due to contact tracing uh we are going to to pull him back which makes no sense, bro. If if that was some aware at the, from the beginning of the game, um, you know, just go all out, right? Just be like, I right, don't even, you know what I mean? Don't even come around. <laughs> but it's like, 
to I, that's the biggest clusterfuck. That's one of the, the the first NBA clusterfucks that I've seen. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it reminds me of when Justin Turner came back out to the field to celebrate the World Series win uh, with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Like it, it's it's along those lines because it's just like, well, what are we doing here? We either strict about this or are we gonna let them chill? You know what I mean? They got them wearing the K nine five mask or K nine four, whatever it is. It's like uh, let them rock, <laughs> let them do whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, well, real quick, Monica Sellis was stabbed in, in Hamburg. Um, I'm not sure if that's in, in New York, if that's the neighborhood in which the U.S. Open is played. Mm. Uh, Hamburg, Bed-Stuy, Crown Heights. No, it's in Germany. But uh, <laughs> as far as Kevin Durant, uh, <laughs> yo, the, I think the, the, the craziest thing for me about it was how sad he was, man. It wasn't even anger. It was just like, damn, man, like. Okay. There's this meme of this black kid crying, like it's just one tear rolls down his cheek. Like that's what it reminded remind me of. I wish, I wish there was a way to find, like to, to, to show the listeners what meme I'm talking about. Because I use this shit all the time when people give me sad news. Single tear dropping. I know you talking about. Yeah, single tear dropping, man. And that it was just sad. It it broke my heart. And aside from that, I think this, the way this whole thing roll, uh, unfolded was. Because emblematic of what we're facing in society, mm-hmm. when we talk about all these restrictions, like, are are we restricting the wrong people? And on the other hand, you'd be afraid of restricting people unjustly. So I think that's probably what they were afraid of with Kevin Durant. It's like, all right, it seems he has COVID, but we don't have a definitive positive yet. So let's, we got to put him out because of, of all people, Kevin Durant, we say he can't play. That's a, that's a biggie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're like suspending a player, but in this case, it's even worse because it's just like he might be sick, he might not be sick. Got to be safe, so let's let him play because I think maybe he'll be negative. So I, I I can see it being a tough one. And it's it's and it's a hard decision. I mean, the NBA could have just you know like just let it rock, I guess, and see where it went. <laughs> like I don't, you know, what I mean, I'm glad they didn't do that. You know what I mean? Because who knows how far that could have spread and uh, back on to people's families and things like that. So I mean, sometimes the hard decision is the embarrassing move to make. But it's like it it it's is weird among <laughs> among other things, and it, it's because it's a sport. You know what I mean? And it's like like bro, are we we're in this game? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and Kevin Durant being a grown man, being told he has to leave a game, being told you I leave anything is embarrassing. Like, you know, you ever see some people like, nah, I ain't leaving. <laughs> I ain't leaving. I ain't yeah. going. Cause just because of the, they don't want to have the walk out. They don't want to walk past people and, and, and that embarrassment feeling like, and then they end up getting carried out. Usually it's a nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. But, <laughs> um, I, I know the feeling is like, cause you don't, you're like, hey, man, I'm playing with my homies. I'm, I gotta leave. <laughs> Kevin Durant like what you mean <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's just like nah it's, it's, it's bigger than you dog but it, that leads me to the, my next NBA story bro the NBA announced this week that they trying to do the all-star game in Atlanta <laughs> of all places um, and uh, NBA superstar De'Aaron Fox was uh, asked uh, recently how he you know what I mean feels about the NBA announcing uh, plans to do an all-star game and uh, his quote was if I'm going to be brutally honest, I think it's stupid. If we have to wear a mask and do all this for a regular game, then what's the point of bringing the All-Star game back? Obviously, money makes the world go round, so it is what it is. Um, went on to say, you know, if he was asked, uh, would you play in the game, you know, if, if you were? He's like, if I get voted in, so be it. And then, you know, you get fined if you don't play. So if you're supposed to be in it and you're not hurt, you decide not to play. That's a hefty fine. So, hell yeah, I'll play in it. But not before saying his true feelings about how stupid it was. You know what I mean? Um, and that's just one of – he's just one of many. I think LeBron James also uh, made comments as to – what? First of all, Atlanta? Do y'all not read the news? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's just like, like, why would you bringing? You just mentioned Kevin Durant uh, being a tra- terrible tragedy to have him out there um, catching that. You got the NBA's best of the best <laughs> all in one spot. Like that is just that just seems it's not a bubble. You know what I mean? It's All Star Weekend. These dudes can't even. James Harden can't even chill when he lived in Houston. <laughs> like he lived, right. he lived it. It's All Star Weekend. It's like, and then the amount of people that would travel because they think the NBA plays. It's just, mm. <laughs> I don't know, man. What's your what's your thoughts on that one, Key? I I, I, just, I guess I love slam dunk at three points. That money, yeah. But how are they gonna have yeah. people there? Two. That's <laughs> I don't all, know. It, all. All it takes is one one <laughs> infected dude, like one 
cat who could jump real good, so maybe he's in the dunk contest and he's on the campus or whatever they're going to have. And no one notices when he goes out and stripping in the strip club and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So he goes out and he comes back in. Nobody notices. Goes to the dunk contest, does a couple windmills. Boom. He infects goddamn LeBron James. Boom. <laughs> he infects Donovan Mitchell. Then it's a it's a massacre. What's and then the what's going to happen is that now it would be funny because now the nicest non All Star in the league right after All Star break is going to be just dominating <laughs> MVP candidate. right? <laughs> yeah, John Wall going to be some next year just MVP right there, yo. Mike Connolly stepping out like, <laughs> give me my shine. <laughs> <laughs> going nuts on these cats. It's 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 it, it seems. You know, it's all about the Benjamins. I respect it, but it's just like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like a wall. I don't know. I don't even like. It honestly would have worked if maybe they did the Disney thing, right? Let's let's set up a bubble. Let's set up a, a two week bubble. Have these guys quarantine, and then we just do it in Disney like we did the bubble last year. Because they had the monitors, right? They had the wristbands. They had you know like uh, you got to alert when somebody went off, and uh, you know what I mean this person was trying to get Grubhub, so they got. Uh, they had to go to a quarantine because of this. You know what I mean? It was more controllable. It's like on the streets of Atlanta, bro. Like, what? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? Like, are they all staying in the same hotel? Like, how are we splitting this up? Like, how is this even working? You know what I mean? And you can't control what NBA players do outside of a bubble. You could be, you couldn't control them in the bubble. <laughs> right. So it was like, you, motherfuckers trying to sneak broads in and, and, and do all types of shit. It's like, how are you going to... It, it, it don't make no damn sense. Um... I respect it, but then again, how how dope is a dunk contest going to be with not that many people there? Right. Yeah, they they just they just need to give this one up, man. Just be thankful for the NBA season last year. They they were off for how many months, right? Like they stopped playing in March, and then I think they came back like when April, end of April, something like something like that, beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA, something like that. No, no, yeah, they took last, a, last they came season. back in the summer. Oh, yeah. that's even crazier. Yeah. yeah, so in the summer, so, like, they have to take that big chunk off. I think this time, they, I don't know what they're thinking, but they should just be like, nah, we'll NBA Classics free for everyone. <laughs> NBA TV free during All-Star Week, because I don't know, what, whatever, man, because they need to get that one up. Well, I think they're looking at the NFL with kind of, like, jealous eyes, because the NFL got to finish their season last year. You know, it ended right before everything started with the pandemic, right? Um, then they started on time. And, you know what I mean? It, even though it had its hiccups and postponements and games, and the NFL was cluster, it was a bit of a clusterfuck itself, you know what I mean? With Thursday night football coming on on Tuesdays and shit like that. But they made it to the finish line, so to speak, with everything in place. The Thanksgiving games happened on Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? It, it, it's October started and football was in full swing. Whereas I think the NBA was fiend out to start on Christmas just so they didn't lose the date of Christmas to the NFL. You know what I mean? That was, it was like, that's our day. And we we're holding on to yeah. it. And I think that's they're, they're still holding on to their position. Like, we're going to do, if they could do it, we could do it. And it's like, was there a Pro Bowl? I don't even think there was one, right? Uh, last year? No, no. This, uh, this like, this year, yeah, last week. I don't yeah, I don't think they'll, they'll like, announce Pro Bowlers. But I, I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't, this is not a verified fact, but I'll be damned if they have a Pro Bowl, bro. <laughs> like, it's, it's bad. It's bad when people are healthy, like, in normal times, no pandemic. <laughs> So I can't imagine them flying a bunch of people out to Orlando and having them play football <laughs> when they've been off for like three, two, three months. Not only are they fat, they might be infected. Like it's, it's. Not, I hope not. I'm saying I'm wishful thinking. No, they will not have a Pro Bowl. <laughs> Niggas gotta play full blown flag football. <laughs> no contact. No. <laughs> No, it, 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 you got to take your L on that one, NBA. And when your superstars are coming out saying how nuts it is, because they who superstars love the All Star break, <laughs> even if they don't go to the game, you know what I'm saying? They all hyped about the break when they like, yo, this sound wild. It's just like, ah, uh, yeah, you might have to. I, I get it, holding on to your guns, but talk to your players, like read the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and see how it looks, man. Um. Real quick, Keith, we didn't get to talk about all the chaos and, and craziness that happened uh, with the Reddit investors versus Wall Street. You know what I mean? I don't know if you, you, you Keith put me on this to investing years ago, about like like two, three years ago. You know what I mean? You put me on the game. I was like, you know what? You know, y'all, y'all, uh, we were just talking offline how, how you got, you and the homies was talking about coffee. And I'm sitting there like Googling terms like, hmm, 
<laughs> poor old, you know what I mean? Because I ain't familiar with coffee terms. It was the same thing with the stocks, you know what I mean? I'd hear you and uh, Spec talking about certain things, and I'm I'm over here like, what y'all talking about over there? <laughs> you know what I mean? What these niggas talking about? And I, yeah. I, I got myself, you know, in, in involved and very, I'm happy, you know what I mean? It's, it's worked out well for me. Um, And I even, I remember putting my friends on at work, and them looking at me like I'm crazy, and, and now they're on, everyone's on the, on the investing wave. I don't know why. Like, shout out to Robin Hood for their marketing, because they done got everybody on the wave. <laughs> and and like now the same people I was like talking to her like years ago, they, they ain't talking about nothing else other than stocks. That's, they they you think these motherfuckers is day traders. Um just cause everyone's like, yo, they 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 wanna make their money work for them. Um and right. we I remember even when I started with Stash, I think I had, I said something to you matter of factly, like I had sold some stock and you was kinda like, Whoa, what you mean? Like you, you sure ain't no ain't no transaction fees or commissions and nothing crazy uh, attached with that and I was like I don't think so maybe let me check the fine print <laughs> let me go <laughs> it's like I think that you know what I mean I, I put this much in it was worth this I sold it I got, you know what I mean it seemed all on the up and up and I think that's we didn't realize at the time but that's what the appeal of websites like uh, or apps like Stash and Robinhood were right uh, you don't have to pay commissions you don't have to pay transaction fees you know what I mean on um on, on, on selling and or buying and selling and that's what I think really caused some of this chaos that we had on Wall Street because not only can you buy full stock you can buy partial stocks right piece of a stock you know what I'm saying so right. it's like everyone can get into the game now and um, it, what it appears to have happened on Reddit was that a uh, very popular Redditor Wall Street Bets following was much bigger than, than <laughs> I think anyone ever uh, estimated it to be got several Reddit uh, investors to actually invest money in stocks that the uh, hedge funds were kind of betting against, right? They call it shorts, taking a short on it or something like that, I believe. Um, and I, I didn't know none of this before this happened. So shout out to them for doing their research and <laughs> knowing the game. I didn't, I didn't even know there was a thing like that where you could bet against stocks. You know what I mean? Or, or you know, invest in this stock actually going down. You know what I mean? Um, but shout out to you know the hedge fund people for for making their money and. I guess based off of the amount of people that were buying stock in stocks like GameStop, AMC, Nokia, uh, Blockbuster, they were causing the stock prices to actually rise, making these hedge fund predictors or, or, or better, so to speak, uh, that were betting on the, the, these stocks taking a, a L look crazy. And not only that, but lose money. <laughs> right. Um to the point where they actually had to like get out of there, if I understand it, like like get out of their 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 short position on these stocks, which caused them to buy more stock, which caused the stock prices to rise even more. So it was like a two week period where we were just seeing GameStop like rise crazy, and like I'm like GameStop, like <laughs> I ain't you know what I mean, like brick and mortar stores. When, when Blockbuster made the list, I was just like, all right, this is <laughs> something something McGuan here, you know what I mean? Like this is some craziness going on here. Um, That's a dope prank, yeah. It, 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 and it's it's really it's not even it's it's they figured it out right they they figured out something to do like a loophole uh i don't think it was a, a long-term position that they were taking or anything that some and then i'm sure there's people stuck holding on a game stock a game stop stock that now that the prices come down like like ah damn i might have took an l on that um but a lot of people did make their money and um it caused robin hood to actually do something real funny <laughs> they they stopped transactions on these uh, so-called Reddit stocks, um, not allowed you to buy, but definitely allowed you to sell. Um, and it, it even came out that their investors in, in Robinhood were hedge fund, uh, managed, hedge fund uh, companies that actually were losing money on this. And I don't know if they sent word down or sent word to, but it was in Robin Hood's best interest to kind of limit what people could do with this. How legal that was remains to be seen. And I think there's going to be a class action suit uh, at some point about that. But it was just some crazy. It was like it was like the Wild Wild West. People were like, what the hell is going on? And I know you you might know a little bit more on this than I do. But what were you thinking while this all was going on? Yeah, I mean, it's complex stuff. I think um, the the fact that just regular old people was fucking with the stock market like that is really cool. Mm -hmm. Like it's just really cool to empower people. People understand their power and stuff like that. I mean, hopefully it didn't, it didn't cost anyone like uh, such a tremendous amount of money like that. This prank like fucked their whole shit up. But rich people if, definitely if took a right hit. There was, there was people like you know the hedge funds definitely took a hit. 
on, on well, right, yeah. yeah. And then, but yeah, exactly. But they they fucking with the market and thinking that well, regular old people don't know what the hell we up to, so mm-hmm. we good. Mm-hmm. And and we bet against GameStop and gonna we're gonna profit off of it and profit off the failure of mall based businesses. Mm-hmm. And they lost this time. I mean, you, you got to know what it feels like to lose and and the power of the people. So I, I dig it. I just don't know how many how much people like lost something invested in this stuff. So like for instance, the dude like the the dude I think they call him Presidente, the dude from um, Barstool Sports. Okay. I think he was he was down with it, but he's rich. Yeah. So he's talking about, yeah, I lost a bunch and you know, but I'm I really dig this whole thing. People sticking it to the man and stuff like that. And he was going on with Chris Cuomo. And Chris Cuomo was like, well, but yeah, you can afford that though. Like that's <laughs> that's nothing to you. Chris Cuomo with the tough so, questions. He be hitting them with the tough questions, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, Chris Cuomo, man. <laughs> and then uh fucking Yeah, man, this shit is this shit is cool. And then when you look at the just the stock price, man, from this peak about a week ago, it dropped, GameStop dropped about 80% yeah. Which was, already from this peak. I think, you know, everyone knew it had to happen, right? That's what I was, when I was looking at the news, they, they was like, I can't predict it, but I mean, this is going to drop. <laughs> There's no right. way that they can, this can, this can uh, sustain itself. What I think, I don't know like exactly what could have been done, but I, AMC, GameStop, and Blockbuster, for some reason, I feel like they should just like unite and make a streaming company. <laughs> like, and just like, stay in the game somehow, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, yo, y'all got, you gotta like take, they, they gotta take advantage of the moment too. Like, um, even just the advertising, like GameStop was literally on every news station. Like people were like, "Why do I hear about GameStop two hundred times a day?" <laughs> like, what is going on? And it's it's because it was big news. It was it was what you said. It was um unprecedented. You know what I mean? And and the little man shouldn't be able to do that to the big dogs, but it happened. And they even they had to cheat. <laughs> they had to, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, in order, maybe to save, what they used to claim to save investors from themselves, you know what I mean? To prevent the volatility of the market. Even when I, my, my when I got a text and um, somebody was telling me about certain things, I wasn't planning on investing in it, but I was like, let me look up Nokia. And he, as soon as I went to Nokia on, on the Stash app, they, they like, I've never seen a warning pop up when you pull up a company and just like, whoa, warning. You know what I mean? This, this isn't, this, this, this is, isn't a conservative, uh, stock. This one is, is really volatile. And I'm like, I don't, I've never seen that before on here, but it's like, oh, okay. They, you know what I mean? They was like, we can't go full blown limit you, but we'll throw some warnings at you, try to scare you off. <laughs> and it's just like, and that I agree with, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you're getting into. These are the warnings. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, but to just stop people from it because uh, it's an interesting battle going on. So we see it most popularly with uh, social media. We gave all these people the power in social media's case, the power of communication and the power of connecting. Okay. But now, but you see people abuse it. So it's like, do we cut people off? Would we be undermining our original quest of giving people the power of free speech and blasting their their message out to more people? But now we gave it to, it went into the hands of evil. And evil said, yo, we're going to flip this. <laughs> so now they're cutting people off. So now it looks kind of bad. I mean, they cut Trump off, it looks bad. I mean, a lot of people agree with it. But when you think about it, just take Trump's name out of it. Hey, Twitter cut some dude off because he was talking kind of reckless. But it's Twitter. Like, Twitter is about talking reckless mm-hmm. to some extent. Exactly. Exactly. You know yeah. so, so now it spilled over into, shit, that, that whole thing of, the democratizing stuff, it, it it spilled over into financial stuff. Where it's like, all right, we give all these people the power to invest. So now all these people uh, coalesce their power and they're trying to stick it to people, the, the the old guard who was in power. Mm-hmm. They're still in power. Hedge funds and shit, like they still got power, but this time they lost. Yeah. But they may very well lose in the future too if people want to do this again. Yeah, and it, that's, I think that's what they're nervous about um, that people are, are are scared of. And and to your point, um, the dude who runs Wall Street Bets, uh, they they his he had a, uh, an account on Discord which was suspended. Um, and they they it's like they said the claim of um, improper language uh, used, but it's like come on, you know what it was, you know what I mean? Even uh, they said that the Reddit page was temporarily suspended, um, and then and then brought back online. It's like like what like what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Like it. it it, 
it's arguing against the point of free speech. You know what I mean? Like you're going against this uh, because it's like because it doesn't say what you want to say. And even with the Donald Trump stuff, it's, it's super dangerous. And I understand why it had to be done. But it's like you, you got to know what you're doing here. You're setting a precedent. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like you got to what's good for the goose has to be good for the gander. You know what I mean? So it's like you can't. I don't want to. As, as even though I'm not on the Donald Trump side of it, I guess as I can look at it from a lawyer, like hey, I can still defend why this might not be the coolest thing for you to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. and and still be happy you did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you see the power of and how dangerous it can be um, by the Capitol riots. But sometimes, you know what I mean? And 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 they, I guess they thought this was their. You even texted. You was like, "Is this the financial version of the insurgent <laughs> insurgency?" Like it's like um, I'm like, yeah, it, it might be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people taking back, or, or at least what what they thought they were doing that day, people were taking back the power. Yep. Um, and it's funny you mentioned social media because uh, we're going to get right into Have You Heard Rapid Fire Edition. Keith, I uh, hear headlines and I bring them to the table to see if my man Keith has heard. And like I said, uh, with that segue, uh, social media can get you in trouble sometimes, man. Um, you don't real it's like you it's it's powerful right it's it's can bring you followers it can actually help make you more popular but when that same thing is turned around to bring you down it, it can leave you with looking there like damn like like uh, you know what i mean like i got a whole bunch of followers but i lost my job as a teacher because i posed in a bikini you know what i'm saying and it's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it don't it, it, it what's what, what's the win-win what's the what's the give and the take here and um Marjorie Taylor Greene has been stripped of uh, two committee assignments because of comments that she has made on social media. Um, if you are not aware of Marjorie's uh, stance, she is a uh, uh, she's a congresswoman, right, Keith? Or a senator, if I, yeah, okay, congresswoman. Congresswoman. Um, she's made some wild comments in the past, bro. She's definitely said that um, people, uh, Democrats, should be assassinated. Assassinated. Um, that mass shootings were hoaxes or, you know, uh, set up by people that were anti-gun um, and just a huge QAnon supporter, um, which you've seen the videos of her actually, like, defending some of this stuff. And I think enough was enough. Um, Democrats uh, went on to say that this is uh, dangerous to, to approve violence against uh, prominent Democrat politicians, including Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi. Um, and Green herself actually didn't even, like, respond to those you know what the comments that she's made in the past about those but went on to say that you know some of the stuff that she said in the past um is regrettable um she doesn't feel like she should be removed but um despite that the democrats have voted to to remove her from those committees have you heard of that Keith? yeah i did hear a little bit about that what came to mind was when she started apologizing like right before the vote <laughs> like it was it was crazy. She's like, yeah, I mean, I I believe nine eleven happened. Uh, I believe kids got shot up. Uh, Hillary Clinton ain't no devil who been eating kids or whatever. <laughs> uh, all of it was fucked up. Uh, my bad, y'all. And what it came to mind was she was because she was saying all this crazy shit like it was all good. And then when she realized it's not all good, I I, I get the feeling that she knew that it was kind of bullshit. But I would imagine that peddling in conspiracy theory for some people is kind of fun, mm. right? I don't. I, I don't think that she meant harm to people per se. I mean, clearly the the people on the other end of those, I don't know what you want to call them, lies or jokes or whatever, it could potentially bring harm to it. But while you're peddling in it, I don't think you're necessarily thinking like that. For some people, they know the truth, but it's really fun to be talking about that shit. And it was that scene from uh, Don't Be a Menace While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood where the dude's <laughs> like, don't you like when the dude taking a shower and the suds is all dripping down his body and then his friends is looking at him. He's like, those are jokes, y'all. Y'all know. I, I ain't with that. That's kind of what it was. She was like, those are jokes. What, what y'all tripping for? Yeah, no, she uh, she got herself in trouble, man. And it's, it's, almost like, it's almost like the Trump supporters is like, I don't want to say they taking them all down, but they kind of are because your man Lou Dobbs lost his uh lost his job. <laughs> Lou Dobbs, host of uh the uh, Fox is it Fox Business or Fox News? I want to say it's Fox Business. Uh, Fox Business, yeah, Fox Business. He had the top rated show on Fox Business, and his show rated better than most shows on CNBC. Yeah, he, so mm -hmm. you know it was a big deal. But apparently, um, he had to be let go because advertisers were not in favor of his pro-Trump uh, propaganda. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it, so I have heard, by the way. So uh, there's a lot of stuff I have not heard of, but for some reason this week I hear a lot about conservative news. <laughs> I don't know. Should have just ended up in my Instagram feed and shit. And Instagram is becoming boring. 
Uh, yeah, that, that shit is pretty crazy. That another dude with the conspiracy theory stuff, and he has this is not this QAnon voter fraud stuff. This is not the beginning of a shit. Like he, uh, I think he got fired, or got let go from CNN because he was fucking around with the the birtherism stuff too. Mm. <laughs> He's an old weird yo man. This is a crazy thought that some really educated smart people well if you want to call them smart but very educated in touch with facts like they get facts thrown at them because of their job like he has a staff that probably brings shit to him like they talk these conspiracy theories it's just bizarre yeah it's 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 a head scratcher because you're like you said they're well-educated people um Keith, have you heard another well-educated person? Little Uzi Vert <laughs> has implanted a diamond in the middle of his head. Uh, supposedly, it's a twenty-four million dollar carrot. Uh, sorry, twenty-four million dollar diamond, eleven carats that he has been saving up for for a few years and has had it. Um, I, I'm assuming it's a piercing in the middle of his forehead. Huge pink diamond. Um, have you heard? And do you think it's real? I, I heard a little <laughs> bit about it, and. Uh... I heard a little yes and no. I don't think it's. I, I, I don't think it. I think it's a real diamond, but I don't think it's no. Tw- Come on, man! Like little Uzi Vert. Like even, even Drake is like, damn, that's expensive. Like if you can't, like if Drake thinks it's expensive, you're not affording. Little Uzi Vert is not affording it unless he has some crazy trust fund or he invested in GameStop or some shit. Man. He just, like, he, just, he had a crazy come up. Yeah, I mean, and I'm a huge fan of his music, but uh, that one was a head scratch, but very along the lines of uh, Little Uzi's uh, nature. And uh, last one, Keith, have you heard your man Jeff Bezos is stepping down later this year as the Amazon CEO, transitioning to an executive chair role? Uh, Andy Jassy, uh, Amazon's web service chief, uh, will be taking the mantle as CDO. I did hear a little bit about something like that. That's very interesting because. While Jeff, like Amazon, I feel like Jeff Bezos became so big and Amazon became so big that you don't necessarily have to think about one with the other. Of course, you know, you you say Jeff Bezos, oh, it's the Amazon dude. But it's not like Steve Jobs and Apple where it feels like Steve Apple, uh, Steve Jobs might have, see, that's Steve Apple because of how connected they are. (laughs) But Jeff Bezos, I feel as if like his fame will be maintained even though he's not CEO anymore. Yeah, the Donald you know the Donald Trump slip Tim Apple. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but it, it it's not dependent upon Jeff Bezos. It's not like Jeff Bezos getting divorced was like, oh, I'm not getting on my, my two day prime membership no more. It's like people's like, I'm still yeah. fucking with the business. Um, yeah, you're still gonna fuck with mm-hmm. the business because they just they're just that good. Like what, what they're based on is like they're just good at so many things. Whereas like Apple, it was Tim Cook probably had a more difficult time taking over. But Steve Jobs, because they have to keep innovating. Exactly. Not not that Amazon doesn't, but it's like, yo, the iPhone was fly. What you got next? Mm-hmm. Oh, a, a bigger iPhone. Oh, okay. What you got next? <laughs> oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Oh, some uh, ear things that stick out my ear and I can hear shit. All right, okay, okay, okay. But uh, Amazon, if they kept doing what they're doing today. With with making small changes or no changes at all, they could probably dominate for like another two two and a half years without doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the the new CEO could sit back and just collect and just make sure his only job would just be making checking time clocks, making sure niggas arrive to work on time <laughs> and just doing the work, but not innovating. Like they would be good for like another two years. So, um, yeah, man, kudos to, to Jeff Bezos for just taking it easy. But he's still doing other shit. I think he got some kind of spacecraft, mm-hmm. some company. Then he got the Wall Street, the Washington Post. Exactly. And and uh, yeah, th- those are the two that, that I know. And about. I think the environmental stuff that Amazon's doing, they're huge on um, sustainability. I think he's still going to be running some of that uh, um, that that part of the company. Yeah, and the CEO is still going to report to him because I think he's some kind of chairman. Executive like chair. So he's not doing day-to-day stuff. Yeah. But he he will be, I guess, an, an advisory 
still a leader of the company. It's crazy how rich he is because uh, my girl was like, oh, I think he's getting out because he knows some trouble's coming. I heard they got to pay their drivers like $64 million in a settlement. And I'm like, you know how rich this dude is? <laughs> like 60, yeah. $64 million. Like he, my man divorced his wife and made her the richest woman in the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I was just about to say, she's the richest woman in the world. He's still probably top five, right? Two. He's number two. Like, that's, he's number two. That's, that's insane. That That's wild. That's absolutely bananas like like Chris Rock Chris Rock got divorced probably went from top top five richest comedian to top ten still good but damn like it's, it shit hit him hard Jeff Bezos like 64 minutes like he, he don't even know he got divorced he was like he, somebody sent him a memo <laughs> they probably been living apart for years when paperwork came through he's like I didn't even know that shit happened in three weeks Mr. Bezos word no okay Keith, that's another episode in the books, brother. I know you got to run, but uh, where can people find you at on social media, man? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Find your boy Plickapeasy uh, on uh, Instagram by the name at Plickapeasy. Uh, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Uh, you can also uh, catch Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Check out our website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com for every episode. We're also available Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and wherever your local podcasts are uh, distributed. Make sure you leave a review and uh, like and let us know what we could do. Keith, what you watching on social media nowadays? But I know you're ready for the Super Bowl, man. I'm oh, sorry, on social media. What you watching on television? I know you're ready for that Super Bowl. Mm. I'm ready for the Super Bowl, uh, but I think it's Black History Month. So, true, true, true. But one, of course, you you have to cheer on Patrick Mahomes because of that fact. That's one thing. <laughs> But uh, one night in Miami, I don't remember if I, I recommended this already. You seen it already? It feels like I did. If- uh, now you have not. Yeah, not, not on. Not on here. You haven't recommended it. Yet. It's good. It's a good movie. Yeah, man. So it's a really good movie, especially if you like plays, like just character stuff, like characters going back and forth. Because it's just it's one night that it takes place in one night. There's no particular action or anything like that. It's just dudes. Uh, it, it takes those four people: Muhammad Ali, well, Cassius Clay at the time, uh, Malcolm X. Sam Cooke and Jim Brown and kind of just show their views battling each other. So it's not necessarily about the characters, but it's about their views and how they play with each other. True. To me, that's what the movie's about. True story? So it's dope. Or uh I, I don't think it's a true story. I don't I don't yeah, I don't think they were just hanging out in the hotel room. They're just hanging out in the hotel room. Gotcha. Oh, okay. And all right. Yeah, like Malcolm X was the premise is that Malcolm X was throwing a, a post fight party for um for Cassius Clay after I think it's Sonny Liston fight. Okay, but they forgot that dude. The dude Malcolm X is Nation of Islam, so there ain't no fun allowed, no liquor, no nothing. <laughs> so now they they just did talking for hours. <laughs> but it's cool though. See that description. That description make it sound whack, but it's cool for that reason. Like it's just character work all day. Now definitely uh, check it out. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed the Super Bowl and everybody, you know what I'm saying? If we don't speak to y'all before uh, Valentine's, peace and love to everybody out there. Spread some love. And uh, Keith, say goodbye to the people, man. Peace. Peace.